What's good, beautiful people? Welcome to yet another episode of Ish. How, How do we, we say this? this? I am not alone. I am with. She's always rolling with an lady, of course. And I am Bongi, who rolls with an lady. <laughs> okay. So, uh, how are you feeling today? Mm, today is it's quite a chilled day. Mm. Not a lot happening. But of course, listen, I, I understand what creators go through. Hey, hey, the hey, process hey. of making <laughs> something and getting to the final product, I absolutely get you like look it's not a lot as in saying i don't enjoy this mm. but actually being fully present and immersed in the moment without thinking of how things sound in the final product yeah. is actually quite a lot and it's also one thing to it's one thing to say oh i want to talk about roles and then talking about it for like 20 minutes yep <laughs> it's a different thing exactly um but we enjoy it all the more it's great all good vibes man yeah and basically that's what we'll be talking about today we are different people to different people <laughs> <laughs> and um, we play different roles in people's lives and today we just want to discuss how our ideas of these roles have evolved our understanding of these roles and how we show up in them mm. so if you're interested in learning a bit more about our journeys maybe see if you can relate or not maybe get thinking on your own please do stick around So I think in the past couple of episodes, we really just highlighted how we are multidimensional people mm -hmm. and we should allow ourselves to explore those parts of ourselves that are different and the different interests we have and things like that. And um, one of the ways we can see how we have, you know, we show up differently in different spaces is the roles we play. Yeah. So, for example, we're not just friends to each other. We're also friends to other people. Um, we're daughters. We are employees, we're sisters, we're colleagues, we're cousins, we're aunts, we're <laughs> romantic partners. Well, are we? <laughs> yeah, it depends on when you ask, I guess. Oh, but <laughs> yes. But yeah, um, yeah, we play different roles and obviously our idea of these roles, because most of them we've had for either our whole lives, like mm. daughter, for example. Um, some friendships are long, some are new. Um, depending on, on, on your idea of what that role is or how it should be, you're going to behave and show up differently in those relationships, right? Yeah, no, absolutely. I think for myself, talking about roles or thinking about roles, I think mm -hmm. of how they've progressed. Yeah. Or they've, yeah, how they've moved on from when I was young. We've kind of had this conversation, right? Which one? Yeah. <laughs> Just the progression of things. But yes, yes, yes. yes, yes. Um, for example, when I look at my friendships, you know, mm. when I was in high school, that would yeah. be like, you know, a matter of I'm your friend because we're in the same circle or I'm your friend because we're in the same mm. class. You know, just proximity helping us with that. Even yeah. in varsity, actually, come to think of it. Yeah. Um, there's some people who you aren't friends anymore with or you just don't contact them as much because, wow, yeah. you know, we're not so close to one another anymore geographically. So even that like, even died down. You know, even like situationally, it's like we're friends because we find ourselves in this situation. Mm. But then once that situation's gone, it's like, okay. Um, what now? What now? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Who are you, ma'am? Exactly. You know? <laughs> exactly. So, Jay, you yeah. know, things have changed for me. Um, I think, yeah, from how it was back when I was little, mm -hmm. well, high school, 
little um, <laughs> to varsity. And then now it has actually evolved to, to me being more intentional. Mm. If I want you in my life, I'll make this work. You know, yeah. I'll, I'll try to contact you. I'll try to want to be in your presence. Yeah. So, you know, and just check up on you and make sure that I, if, if I'm saying I really love you, mm-hmm. I really show that, you know. So that's how it's changed. Do yeah. I want you in my life? How, what am I doing to keep you in my life or mm. to, to show you that you are important to me? Mm-hmm. And I'm hoping that's actually reciprocated. Hey, reciprocity. <laughs> <laughs> that's another, yeah, 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 that's yeah. another topic. But um, at the end of the day, that's how it's changed for me. I mean, thinking of our friendship, actually, our friendship. as well. Yeah. I mean, we've known each other since high school days. Yeah, guys, you, I think a couple of people have asked, who, who are you guys? Like, <laughs> how do you yeah. know each other? Why are you doing a podcast together? We're friends. Mm-hmm. Um, like Nalili said, we met in high school. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, we met in high school and we were friends because we were in the same circle. I believe, yeah. yeah, I think that was mainly it. Yeah, it was one of those. We're in the same circle, but didn't really hang out together, like just us two. So it was almost like, okay, we're here because our friendship makes sense when we have exactly. this circle of friends exactly. around us. I don't think I've actually hung out <laughs> with you outside of that circle I, before yeah. this, you know? It was always... Well, not before this, but like in, in high school, <laughs> yes. we never, yeah. Would... We've actually been doing a lot more of that in varsity. Yeah, it's, well, from varsity. Oh, yeah, thank you. Um, we, we, I th- was it... Second last year or so, mm, it was mm. also towards the end of varsity, so it's actually quite a blur. What happened before that, where our friendship um stood? Actually, I actually I can't remember. I don't know, but I just know there was a time where it was kind of quiet, but like I, I don't know if I was I wasn't worried mm. about what does this mean? We yeah, don't talk anymore. Definitely, I think it was still very like quite a passive relationship it's like okay if you're around i'll see you um type of thing mm. yeah no um it's actually gotten better now whenever that had happened and now we can actually hang around um i think the podcast has helped us Do, yeah. would you say the podcast has helped us be more close or even have a better friendship a better friendship than before um yeah i think i think i would um it's bringing a sense of accountability in a way because mm. we talk about these topics and the most important thing to me at least is you know the things you talk about are you living them out because i don't i don't like feeling like a hypocrite where i'm going yeah. on talking about oh we should do this and then i'm not living it out in my in my own life so knowing that it's a topic i've actually spoken and engaged with you on then you kind of get where it's coming from mm. And I can update you if I'm like, oh, shucks, I think I disappointed myself. I didn't do this or, um, oh, I actually just did this. And I feel very crappy about it, but it's progress. Yeah, you know? yeah. It's like the presentations. I was like, ah, it was so <laughs> terrible, but I did it, you know. So yeah. it's, it's almost like building that accountability partnership thing going on. Um, and I think that really helps in a friendship because then you're almost more updated about my life. I guess. Exactly, right? <laughs> Not because yeah. we didn't really talk much, but like, yeah. It's more. It's more. It's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's more. I'm, look, I'm going to bring out the mama O in me. Like, oh, yeah. gosh. <laughs> I need to ask this. What role do you think actually our friendship has played in your life? 
if Ooh. any hmm. i'm gonna say i'm gonna say um it's it has been quite a passive one mm-hmm. um we were just flowing with it yeah i think it's like some level of comfort where it's just like oh i know na lady na lady's there um, I can pick up the phone if I want to, and it's not going to be weird. Yeah. It's not going to be awkward. It's not going to be, you know. Um, and then I still can't put a pin on where the change was. Yeah. But we did start, I guess, including each other more into, like, different parts of our lives and things like that. But I guess it's uh, having that outlet or someone to have, like, random conversations with it could be really silly mm. or like really reflective and kind of deep type of stuff so yeah i don't know how i would place that role mm. i don't know how do you how would you summarize I was also something actually like that thinking yeah and i was thinking about it and i'm like i really don't have an answer because i'm mm. <laughs> Yeah. Um, we have some work to do. Yeah, literally. <laughs> but outside of friendships, I think overall ours has just progressed to become a better one. Mm. And, you know, it's just um more intentional. I hope it is. Yeah. I hope it is. And it's it's just helped me become a better person, mm. if you get what I mean. Mm. Um, mm, mm, mm. Which is like you thinking at that moment, do I really want to keep going in my life? Of course, you know, because of all... Hey, I was stressed for a second. <laughs> Please, ma'am. Don't worry, you made the cut. <laughs> yeah. So it was like, no, I really do want to keep her. Um, yeah. As much as you get comfortable knowing that she is around, um, yeah, she, she likes me there. I like yeah. her there. <laughs> but, like, there's a thing, uh, there's also... I found it hard to answer that question because, yes, it has been quite, uh, like, passive-ish. Yeah. Um... And then I think the, the podcast is adding a new dynamic or yeah. a new layer to the, the friendship. So it's almost like we have a working relationship as mm. well. And sometimes I think we even spoke about this of trying to understand, are we are we working to get, is, is it a work relationship more than it is a, a friendship? A friendship, yeah. You know? But now it's so tricky because the things we're discussing are like personal things. And that's kind of what a friendship is, learning yeah. about the other person, deciding to stay and doing what you can to stay, right? So to make it work. So I'm still in between as to which one is, you know, which which one is stronger or which side of that friendship is stronger. But it's the podcast is definitely helping Yeah, definitely. the friendship like hard. Um, yeah so i'm interested to see where that goes or what happens or what happens after the podcast if we eventually exactly. do decide to stop yeah. doing it not to scare anyone but it might end at some point i don't i don't think we'll do it for the rest Forever. of our lives yeah. <laughs> but you know uh mama oh once again uh mama oh moment that's all right um, guys yes thank you <laughs> i just wanted to ask mm-hmm. what have you learned about me in this oh. new phase of ours of being more intentional mm. so i've learned geez i don't know how much am i allowed to reveal uh, no. <laughs> ma'am i just, just the basics please thank you yeah i don't know because i feel like the other stuff was always i've always known but like that's why i'm asking how much am i allowed to reveal because the other stuff is kind of layered deeper. yeah yeah so I, I don't know superficial thank you the superficial stuff, I feel like I knew. You've always known. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I feel like it's just helped us go a level okay. under that. On my side, one thing <laughs> that came up 
is um, we're very much similar. I mean, I've yes. always known we're similar, but I've always been in denial of it because I just thought she doesn't like me. Yeah, I really didn't. Yeah, <laughs> I was just like um, she doesn't like me because she saw herself in me. Imagine that is, that is a reflection wow. of me not liking myself. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> but no, honestly, I just thought you're very introverted. You, you sometimes take time to decide on things like i was just like this is a little not what i like you know mm. but um i'm learning to embrace it because it's like oh my goodness that's how i am you know once you start liking that about yourself yeah or working on it um you kind of want to help someone work on that even themselves um should they want to work on it of yeah. course but honestly i was like oh, our similarities are so much yeah you would think you'd strike it off or hit it off the first time because you guys are very much similar but yeah i guess me being in denial you know prolonged things a little bit but yeah that's so interesting on the decisiveness because yeah (laughs) 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 but also i don't know maybe i feel like the stuff i'm learning is probably also how you work Mm. more than anything else um but then also learning what influences the way you work and i guess that's the kind of a the stuff you, interesting you signaled she signaled that i can't reveal stuff so <laughs> she gave me a hand signal so. <laughs> don't do it don't do it <laughs> so so yeah there's like i i kind of sometimes get where it stems from um and it's interesting because it's like we'll have the same types of behaviors but they stem from different, different places, places. Yeah. and it's like okay so give I'm, me one example sorry before we prolong this mm-hmm. anymore we've got to move on to another element of relationships or roles yeah um let me think of an example an example would be the indecisiveness right mm-hmm. um i feel like you'd, you'd probably you try to consider different different people and how it's going to affect them and all yeah. of that and sometimes i feel like okay this decision is actually quite quick and it's on you really like i feel like you can make the final call but then you still try to like oof, i don't know and you go back and forth and sometimes you even turn it on me and it's like what do you think or you pose it as a question <laughs> wow. and then it's like i have to <laughs> yeah. decide or yeah. things like that so um i'd say that's that's one example or one thing that i've learned through um working with you mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and yeah i mean i don't want to psychoanalyze and be like how does it play into the rest of her life because that's the other thing i'm trying to be um i mean actively here and listening without analyzing because i mean psychoanalyzing can easily cross over into judgment exactly zone, so, i was about to say know, borderline judging me exactly <laughs> so no i'm not judging i'm just trying to understand so that i know how to show up or how to react or yeah. how to work around it type of thing or what what i need to work on in order to make sure that we're more compatible mm, i guess mm. so that we get stuff done because i mean we say we have a podcast we gotta do stuff so we gotta do it Definitely. yeah i've never really thought about where your indecisiveness could stem but i mean i could tell you someday but yeah <laughs> i'll ask <laughs> you can tell i can tell you you can judge if that's a good enough reason right <laughs> It's not what this is for. <laughs> but another layer to the roles that we have actually is um well still considering friendships. Yeah. Um could you just take us more into that? 
for yeah. your your side actually how have yours yeah i mean i totally agree with you in terms of like the being intentional parts and it changing and i think um the idea of friendships is also changing quite a bit because of being in a new place moving to a new place or a new city starting a new life all of that has kind of changed my idea of friendship too um well not changed my idea no it has in terms of (laughs) in terms of what's necessary to keep a friendship going because making friends as an adult is so hard it's so hard Mm. and because as an adult i mean you've had all these 20 something years of practice of you know um different things you've learned of like okay I'm, I'm gonna put my walls up for this i don't trust this person you have trust issues mm-hmm. you have you know all these things you've learned to like all your defense mechanisms are up and now you have to actually put yourself out there lower them um put them away and just try to start afresh and try to trust people again and their intentions and yeah. just get to know them so i'd say yeah that's been quite difficult because it's proving that being in someone's physical presence isn't enough anymore. You have to actually put in the work, be intentional, um, you know, start those conversations. And you can't always be the one who's invited to stuff because the other person's, by inviting you, putting themselves out there. And if you're not reciprocating or every now and then doing the heavy lifting, then it's going to feel one-sided for them and they might pull away, Mm. you know? So yeah, that's, it's, it's intention it's being active it's showing up for people now like you have to actually show up for them when they need you um it's yeah the conversations are different now we're talking about different things there's a lot of relatability there's a lot of things that go into what you consider to be a friend like what do i want in a friend because now you're actually responsible for the people you keep around you yeah the thoughts you're feeding yourself the ideas you're exposing yourself to the spaces you want to you know lean a bit more into because there's also like a networking element to it without using people please (laughs) we're not talking using people for things but um just leveraging different people's strengths um and yeah just it's, it's been it's been quite different to how i guess i have friendship when i was younger okay would that just be the one only part like i guess in your adult life yeah um, just making new friends that has been mm. a bit of the challenge but I guess with your longer friendships maybe you've just let it go as it had been yeah because well you're fine well yeah I mean I agree with you in that it's yeah it's intentional like I said in the beginning yes, that's yes. like you know I, I totally agree with that I can see even just going off of our friendship alone it's mm. like passive but then you have to actually do stuff yeah. <laughs> in order for it to get sustained or be sustained um so yeah, it's been interesting. There's a lot of unlearning, especially things about yourself, because you also find that there are things you've concluded about yourself, and you're like, "Oh no, I'm like this. Mm. I'm not like this." And then you realize maybe I've changed. Maybe I am a little bit like this. Maybe now I do enjoy painting. Maybe yeah. now I do enjoy, you know, because especially when we we had, you know, you had to choose between two labels for yourself are you an introvert or an extrovert yeah and you kind of had to label yourself and you're like i'm an introvert and you kind of start to live like that in a way mm. because you get comfortable in that label or that box yeah. but then you realize now nah, actually i'm a i am i'm very okay stepping out a little bit more mm-hmm. i'm not as sheltered or afraid 
as maybe I grew up to be. So it's, I mean, we say this in every podcast, but it's like that identity and self discovery <laughs> thing. Definitely. But that's a whole podcast we're navigating through adulthood, exactly. and that means a lot of identity checks and reflection. So. Mm. Yeah, it's it's kind of coming out of those shells and those boxes that you've either been put into or you labeled yourself. Put for yourself. Or you pre-concluded on things that mm. you, you really hadn't explored or weren't done with yet. I guess from what you're saying, I think at the end of the day, don't, don't label yourself. Do yeah. not. I mean, you're, you're ever-changing. So mm. just go with whatever new thing you start discovering about yourself. Yeah. But once again, a person can, be, can, can say, to be grounded, you mm. need to know what values you follow or what beliefs you're into, you know, things like that. So I guess it goes both ways, man. You want to say you are changing or you, you growing. Yeah. And you learn and discover about yourself at every phase of your life. Exactly. But yeah. also there are things that you just feel would not change, but also like such as your values and beliefs and certain mm, things. Mm, yeah. Mm. It's like those values, they, I don't know, they present themselves in different ways, man. Mm-hmm. And you kind of find those spaces, opportunities to to showcase them. Yeah. It's like, it's like okay, I'm a, I'm a supportive friend. But does a supportive friend mean you have to go there and be by their side <laughs> as they, I don't know, start their business? Or is, or is a supportive friend just finding out what that person needs? Like, instead of assuming that this is what they need from me and I'm the supportive friend, you can mm-hmm. still leverage your strengths. Like... Maybe you're not. I've always found it difficult. Sorry about that. To just, um, you know, when you want to give someone support or whatever, just in the way you're used to or you think Mm. would be so great for you. Yeah. Um, And that's one thing I have to be unlearning right now in friendships Mm -hmm. is that sometimes I may feel because maybe I'm such a homebody and, Mm. you know, these are the things I prefer. I I want to impose that on someone else, you know, and yeah. you just think they'd be happy about that if I gave them that because, well, yeah. And it's just like, no, man, mm. learn me. That's so true. Because, I mean, as you say that, what I'm thinking of now is that um, I I try to, you know how you, you treat people the way you want to be you treated? Want to be, yeah. So I'm like, Ugh, if I'm going through a crappy time, I want to be left alone. Yeah. And then, I leave people alone and they're like, oh, she doesn't care. Yeah. You know, because they prefer you to be on the phone with them, with them, Mm. cooking with them, doing stuff with them, getting their mind off that thing. But because of my own, you know, preferences, now I show up the way I want to be showed up for. And it's like, uh, you kind of have to learn the other person. And yeah, and I think with, with a lot of my friendships so far, well, the ones that I've had for longer than, you know, my adult life, mm-hmm. it's more of, there's an established, and it's almost like people understand you, mm-hmm. so they don't take offense to you not being in the air all the, t- all, all the time, mm. but they accept other forms of support from you because they know that that's how you are. Yeah. So it's almost like there's no bad blood. I understand how you show up, um, and I'm not going to try to change you so that you show up the way i want you to Mm. so i think there's that comfort in those longer friendships and it's not something i've had to actively think about or try to change about myself but now that i'm starting from scratch with people who also have their own ideas of the world and what they expect from people what Mm. they expect from people in their lives and deciding for myself how i expect people to be around me and what i need from them yeah it's it's been it's been different Mm. yeah 
And um, what, what other relationship would you say has been changed or your idea of has changed? Wow. Um, okay, the next one I'd go into is actually work. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Another element. And I, I say this mainly because, you know, you're taught something about corporate and work and yeah. this is what you should expect, you know. Mm-hmm. But you find yourself in that environment and one thing I've had to think about or reflect on is how am I showing up uh, for the people that are around me? Mm. Yes, respect people's boundaries. People you work with won't always be your friends and so on and all these things we've been taught. But I think for me, it was always how do I show up in my team and for those that are around me? And um, just how do I add value within their lives as well as the team? So it's just finding my feet in those environments. And as you said earlier on, where I think about the effects, I always think about not overstepping the market. Mm. How did you take it when I said that? Or how did you perceive it when I presented that, you know? Yeah. And sometimes you just really realize that, yes, people do um, notice things about you, yeah. but honestly, it, it don't don't dwell on it too much, yeah. you know? Um, so that's, that's how things have sort of evolved as much as I'm still new in this work environment. Mm. There's so much I've also like just learned about how I represent myself. Mm. Um, you know, how, how I want to be perceived. And once again, the networking thing, it's just a whole lot of elements that I'm learning that I'm seeing are playing a role that I've learned of even before Mm. I went into this environment. Um, so it's just like things have changed. The realization of like what actually happens from yeah. what you've actually been taught, you know, to, but I've always been told it's like a rigid area for me. Like it's rigid. You don't trust people. Exactly. Like, you know, respect people's yeah. boundaries. But sometimes you do find people's energies being something, you know, that is warming and welcoming. Mm. So you are able to just fully fledge into what you yeah. want to be there for them. Like, and yeah. Try. Like, you know, when you speak of those boundaries and, like, trying to add value to people's lives and not just, you know, the team. Yes. Uh, like, I always I always wondered about, or not wondered, but I, I never knew how how to draw that line. Because on one end, you're like, I have this colleague, and she's amazing. You know, it's like, she's such a great person. Mm. And the, the thing that made you think she's a great person is not work-related. It's, like, just based, uh, based on personal... Um, experiences, mm. their personal stories, the stuff you've shared about your lives with each other, lives outside of work, mm. right? And you feel like, wow, this person's so great. And you kind of want to feel like they're a friend, <laughs> but you're like, I don't want to overestimate exactly. my, my, my space or my place in their yeah. lives. Because you're like, okay, maybe she's like this with everyone. You know? <laughs> she just tells all her colleagues these things. Yes. <laughs> so you kind of don't want to cross that line. And um, it's also interesting, once you guys aren't friends, because you, you can speak in the office and everything, but do you hang out on weekends? Mm. No. Do you hang out after work? Nope. But I, I had those uh, friendships with them. I mean, the people left the company, and then they, they started inviting you more to stuff, and you're like, I wasn't um, the only one. Okay, exactly. Okay, we both yeah. feel like there's a friendship here. Okay, yeah. cool. So, but I think when you're actually working together, everyone is a little bit more cautious of mm. like, mm, where's the line? Exactly, yes. Yeah. So how are you finding that? Are you finding it, you know, easy, interesting, It's interesting. It's interesting. I wouldn't like, plus sometimes, I don't want to bring this in, but I'm going to bring this in. 
uh, the age factor. Sometimes oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, this person's 45. And <laughs> this is how, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. this is the dynamic of our relationship. And mm. But I think it's very interesting. It's just interesting how I'm navigating through it. Mm. And um, at the end of the day, just being aware that people have, man, people are going through things. Yeah. People have their lives outside of what they need to do on a daily basis. Yeah. You know, for eight hours a day or however many with you around. So, uh, but like, yeah, man, you just, you just hope that they feel that you come with a genuine spirit, a genuine heart yeah. and good intentions, that they can feel that energy from you and are able to open up, you know, mm. vulnerability. Um, and I can be able to do that around them as well. I just, I'm hoping for that. Yeah. Because yeah. as much as you want people to open up towards you, you want them to feel like you're also opening up. Yeah. Um, to them it yeah. kind of builds the the safety exactly yeah. exactly I've, I've had there were times when people are just like yeah but you don't mm. open you know i'm like just ask me questions you know i'm one of those people like i wouldn't randomly open up and share yeah just come and ask me <laughs> as much as this interviewer part comes out sometimes of me and i'm just yeah. so curious do the same with me because that's how mm. i i feel oh now you're interested in me you mm. know so oh so you need to feel like they're interested in exactly. you don't want to just you Shay, know, and nobody cares. Like, okay, thanks, Nadiri. <laughs> thanks for that info. <laughs> nobody needed it, but thank you. <laughs> thank no, I get you. I get you. Yeah. And for yourself, actually. Uh, yeah. What's another relationship um, which roles have played? Yeah, yeah. So, um, being an aunt, man. Um, I, was, I feel like I've always been an aunt as a technicality. It's like, okay, your brother has a child. That yes. makes you an aunt. Cool. That's you so know? Cute. So, like, that's about it. And, I mean, I was still in high school when, you know, my, my brother had a child. And I was still a kid myself. So, I don't think much was expected of me. Mm. Like, sure, I would play with her. I would take pictures with her, you know, and all those things. And it's like, is that what a, being an aunt is? And you try to compare it to your own relationships with your aunt. And you're like, damn, they can actually do so much more. Like, they can help you find a school. They can they can feed you. You can go to their house. I'm like, I don't have a house. I can't take you to a school. I can't, you know. And all the support, like, they've given you where their relationship is more, like, with your parents. Yeah. And they kind of play that parental role when your parents aren't around. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm like, geez, I'm too young for this. How do I do this? But then I started like working and things like that. But then I also moved. So I don't see you as often anymore. Mm. So it's like, geez, so how, how do I, how, how does one be a distant, a long distant aunt? You know, like it's a long distance relationship. Here I guess you make up for it every time you're around. I mean, I try because even then I, I can't. She has a schedule. She has things to do, Ooh. people to see. So I gotta book her. So, <laughs> so it's just one of those. It's like you can't you can't just hug her and keep her for the whole time that you're yeah. here because you also have to see. You also have things to do. Like I have. That's the tricky thing about coming home. Like, there's so many people I need to catch up with and see, mm. and it's like a two week space, and it's like, oh, how am I gonna fit everyone? And there's COVID because you can't go out as much. You can't see big groups yeah. as you'd like or things like that. So, yeah, it's it's been quite tricky. And then it's like, I'm just trying here to be more intentional about, I don't know, creating memories uh, with her or for her. Because I think Actually, she's at that age. Yes. You know? uh, she'll remember the stuff we do. Definitely. So, and also how she views me. Like, do, do I feel like she'd be, I'd be someone she comes to, like, when she's older. 
like is she comfortable sharing herself now mm. like her interests and things like that and it's like oof this is this is tricky i don't know how i'm gonna get through this um but yeah it's it's it's, it's a bit complicated i'm still figuring it out and i don't know maybe when i'm in the same city as her or something that will improve but who knows when that'll be so I'm i kind actually... of had to work it out now yeah <laughs> yeah no man it's so interesting that you've actually thought of um I wouldn't say superficial things, but mm-hmm. yeah, non-superficial things. Like, would, you know, would she be, would she make you her go-to person? Yeah. The memories you guys are making. You know, instead of saying, let me buy her all these things <sighs> and and let her have the time of her life with all these gifts from me. It, like, it's I, so interesting. Dude, I know, but, but that's that's my default, right? Yeah. Um, I do buy her stuff and I'm like, okay, she'll remember, she'll remember that her aunt bought her this, yes. you know? Um, she'll be like, and I mean, I try to push my own agendas, like, <laughs> you know, I try to buy her stuff, like educational stuff, Definitely. but I also don't want to be the boring, oh, she'll always be making me read, aunt, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so, so I'm also trying to be like, okay, how do I be fun, but how do I add value to her life? Um, how do I leave her with something that will remind her of me? And yeah, and I guess when I have the chance, how do I make those memories with her? So mm. it's like was I don't know how to do this, guys. Please tell me how to be an aunt. Nah, I'm gonna figure stuff. it out. Isn't she like five something? <laughs> Still a long way. Eight. <laughs> Oops, and it's I'm eight, sorry. Time is, time is no way. Eight. Okay, yeah. I'm yeah, embarrassed. Yeah. I'm embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but yeah, I guess the tying onto that, I guess mm-hmm. parents, right? How do they do it? Because I feel like this is similar to what I'm struggling yeah. with. Yeah, well, not similar, not at all, actually. But <laughs> just being that, I guess, older, um, potentially have more authority mm-hmm. over. Because I mean, if she's left under my care, I can say what she can and can't do. Yeah, that guidance and all those things. It's almost. I mean, in those ways, it's similar to being a parent, but obviously not the same because she's not my full-on responsibility, yes, right? definitely. Um, yeah, would you say that's one of your relationship evolutions, like your relationship with your my mom? mom? Yeah. Hmm. Definitely, it has evolved. Yeah. I think because of the part of wanting to... Look, they've, they'll only see you like their kid, right? Yeah. They will... Mm. But I think I'm at the part of wanting my mom to see me like an adult, but mm. also um, treat me like one and, and, and sure. make me feel included in a couple of decisions, decisions yeah. you know, and ask for my opinion and things as well that she may go through. Um, but it hasn't quite gotten there as yet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> It hasn't quite gotten there as yet, but I think um, I try and stretch myself to be more understanding of her personality mm. of why she does things the way that she does them yeah um yeah so to just stretch myself to doing things and and accepting her methods because mm-hmm. you know when you're young, like you don't understand me you don't want to know me yeah. you know and all these things but i'm at that part where i'm like you know what let me just come from an understanding perspective from her side yeah to just try and show that i am trying to meet you halfway okay well whether she realizes that or not mm. <laughs> spoken or unspoken story, yeah. exactly is, is another issue but i think i just want to be at that part where i'm like stretch yourself let her know that you know you are understanding you are you know you will 
you'll mm. be that person who's got wisdom as well you've got knowledge man they yeah. they can see you as that person and you don't always have to go to them for every single little thing that happens in your life but of course you will because they're a parent yeah. so you want to share you know sure. but i think with time and her seeing how i make decisions and take decisions for myself mm. maybe it helps to say okay you are actually responsible or sure. actually you're an adult let me remember that you know mm. and not want to take over when she shouldn't or you know when not asked so yeah. <laughs> i mean <laughs> um absolutely that relationship is ever evolving yeah true but i think on my side i'm one who is trying to stretch myself more than <laughs> maybe yeah. it's an adult thing and but just do you how think they she do knows things. do you think she knows that you're trying to show her mm. that you're an adult now no not entirely yeah not entirely i just don't think she's willing to see that yet she's not really ha- like she hasn't really accepted that oh my word you actually mm. are growing up yeah so i don't think she'll see it uh, do you know of the, the empty nest syndrome mm. that uh, parents actually go through? So it's like, a, it's a very difficult time. I mean, I get it from that perspective because if you think about it, for their whole lives, like your mom has known yourself, herself as, I am a lady's mom. Yeah. That's her primary purpose. You know, she must keep you alive. She must feed you. <laughs> Make sure you don't die. And <laughs> I mean, support you as you grow up and all those things. And I guess life was pretty clear cut that, you know, I I mean, I see it with my parents as well. Because I'm the last kid moving out, moved out, you know, starting my own life. And they kind of had to accept it because they can't stop me from Mm. growing up Mm. like it's happening. Whether you like it or not. It is what it is. And apparently (laughs) the emptiness syndrome comes with uh, feelings of depression, loss of purpose, rejection, which I also feel like. My parents might feel because when I'm home, to ask. I'm with my friends. I was and... about to ask how they deal with that. <laughs> the fact that you're rejection. trying to meet up with a lot of people, do they ever feel like you're not giving them time? I mean, I think they do, but I do try to spend like the first three days or so at home Yeah. Um, with them. And I mean, I, I did once ask them actually, like, how does it, is it weird that I just go out and I don't spend time with you mm. and all of that? And then they were like, they actually, they're glad that I come home. You know, it's like, it's different. It's like, yes, you're not here the whole day, but the fact that you come home, yeah. it's like, they know where I am. They can see me. Like, Definitely. I'm fine. And like, if I'm in Cape Town, they, they just assume I'm okay. Yeah. Um, and that's another thing, like, they, that comes with the emptiness syndrome. They still have stress and, like, sense of anxiety or anxiousness about Are your you well-being. Are okay where you're at? Yeah, because, I mean, you also start doubting your, your relationship with your child. You're like... Did we build a strong enough bond for them to tell me when they're not okay? Mm. Are they going to hide it? Are they going to go to their friends? Are their friends giving them good advice? Uh, you Definitely. Know? Like, who are these friends? Yes. <laughs> I think that's why they yeah. try to control so many things when you're younger. Mm. And try to tell you, don't be with that person. Because of all these things that happen once you're like a fully-fledged adult yeah. and you've moved out. It's just like, look, bruh, I'm not trying to have you, you know, wreck your life so... What can we say about that? Mm. Yeah. yeah, guys, it's very, it's very difficult. On one hand, like yo, I get it, I get, I get, I get where they're coming from, mm. but also, I, I do have multiple roles, so I, I will do other things exactly outside of being your daughter, you know. So, and and when you're an adult now with your parents, you kind of, you have to rediscover your relationship. I mean. 
when you were younger, it was transactional, right? Yeah. It's almost like, um, if you do this, I'll do that for you. Or it's just telling you what to do. Exactly. Like, do this. and I'm, Because I'm the adult. I'm the adult. <laughs> and I own you. I told you. <laughs> so you have Whoa. to do it. So you, where are you going to go? Where yeah. Go? yeah. <laughs> so it's almost like, okay, I'll tell you what to do. Blah, blah, blah. All those things. Um, but now it's like, okay, we're adults now. We can have conversations. Mm. Like, what do we have in common? What can sure. we talk about? And I mean, you have to rediscover that relationship. It's like, okay, well, what can we relate on yeah. this relationship? <laughs> you know? So, I mean, things like work are a good bridge. Definitely. It's like, okay, they, they worked. They know what it's like in that environment. Uh, you can complain and they get it. Yeah. You know, it's like, I, I found that that's one of my easiest bridges. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, what about you? Oh, no. I think it's actually mm. also the same. Um, mm. I think when I come through, because I'm at this phase that I'm at right now, can anything work? Yeah. I will. Uh, yeah. My mom nice. will, will fully open up and that will be great. I'm yeah. not sure if it just ends there or what, but <laughs> yeah. But I think another commonality we do have is just a relationship with Christ. Mm. So that being something they've taught you about, um, you've grown up in the church, and just seeing that how the evolving of your own personal relationship yeah. with Christ has been something to to go to and have them open up about. But um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Jeez, yeah, I mean. I think I've even gotten to the point where I'm trying to learn their love languages. Definitely. <laughs> that was me as well. I was like, okay, let's... Of service is your language. Really? That's so interesting. So with my mom, I feel like she's also... She's... Um, what do you call it? Uh, gift giving. Yes. She enjoys gifts. But like, I think she enjoys the thoughtfulness behind it. Yes. It's like, oh, shucks, you noticed that I like, like that. this and you got it for mm -hmm. me. Or you noticed that I was complaining about this and mm. you bought me this, you know, type of thing. So I think she appreciates gifts. Um, I mean, I won't say much about it. I'll just get it for her. And like, yes. Oh, you know, yes. I want to explain that I noticed that, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I just hope she gets it. Yeah. Um, which I think she does. So it's the gift giving and... Um, with my dad, it's more act of service and um, what do you call that thing? Quality time. Quality, Quality time. time. Like he, he's happy if you're taking a, if he's walking to the shop and you walk with him. Mm. You just you're there with him, or you're sitting there and he's reading the newspaper and you're also sitting there. Yeah. And every now and then you like Chipping. say something. Yeah. Then he'll say something. Like he's just he's that's his happy place. Gifts he'll be like. He's one of those, ah, you shouldn't have spent your money on this. You know, it's like, yo, uh -uh. I was trying to do something. <laughs> but yeah, he's just one of those, like, gifts will be, you'll feel, you'll feel like you wasted your money. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. So just stay away from gifts and it comes to him. Um, and yeah, acts of service. And I realized that that's how he's expressed um, with me as well. Because like, he'll, and I just try to do stuff for you, like, every now mm. and then. Mm. I think I only noticed it when I got older. I'm like, Oh, he noticed that this was broken and he fixed it. And he noticed that um, I was complaining about this and he bought another one, mm. he, you know. So, yeah, it's 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 been interesting. It's going to be quite a journey, but... It is. I mean, it's also quite exciting. You just hope we get there. Do you think they are trying as much as you are to try and understand you? I don't to know. feed into your love language. If they do know about love languages. That's the thing. I don't think they have the 
the language or the yeah. words for it. Yeah. But maybe there is that intention or that effort. Um, and do you feel it? I think I do. Okay. I think I do. Even like how they appreciate some things that I do for them is mm-hmm. like a little bit different now. So mm. it's like they seeing they taking it from an adult instead of just like mm, just child. like a good child. <laughs> so yeah. And that's it from us, guys. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. Yes. <laughs> That is our part one on rules. Of course, there will be another part coming up. So please do stick around for that. We hope you enjoyed yourself and got yourself thinking about certain roles in your life and the relationships you have and the impact you play. We do hope you have a great week further. Bye. We do hope you have a great week and that you have a productive one from our side. Bye. Bye.